El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Now, I don't do anything, anything at all. Joining me today, I mean, he's my co-host on this podcast. He's also my co-host on a podcast called You Don't Even Like Sports, which is about how he doesn't even like sports. I'm the one who likes sports. And he's also the host of a wonderful podcast called Sideshow Sideshow. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May, also joining me. He is my co-host on a podcast called The 90s Sucked, which will be back very soon, and on our monthly Zoom chat show called 69 Minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, here to talk about the Buffalo Bills, Chat Wild. It's going to be a great show. Everybody, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today, who who are you? Who are you is the real question, Adam. Who are all of us? Who are any of us, really? It's me. It's Jeff from, from the podcasting. Jeff, Jeff May? Jeff May. The one who doesn't like sports. Okay, yeah, that Jeff. No, 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 yeah. no, no. It's we Adam should probably just introduce, like introduce our guests now that we've got it out of the way that Jeff... Doesn't like sports. Someone who does really like sports. Clearly doesn't like sports. Chet Wild is here. I like sports, and the Christmas card Adam sent me proves it. Yeah. I said it's it's cool that Chet has become an actual NFL fan in recent years because I have no one else to talk football with. Adam, and I, I arguably text more with Adam than anyone else in my life. Right? Because we're both huge Buffalo Bills fans. Just joking. But the Bills are probably... They're going to the AFC Championship this year, if nothing else. Regardless of how good the Bills are, I have watched more sports in the last 10 months than any point in my adult life. Well, that's because the just... entertainment industry has been shut down also. Yeah, it's a, we don't deserve sports, but it's a good distraction. And Jeff, you were about to say something. You don't even like sports? You don't even like sports. That's what I was going to say. Oh, oh okay. Fine. We're not talking about sports today, though. Because we're talking about Kirk Cameron. We are we are in in some respects talking about Kirk Cameron. Did you look you looked at did you look at the notes at all, chat? No, I know. That's that's the that's the zinger there. He asked me if I wanted to come on a podcast about Kirk Cameron a couple days ago. Well we're and then since then things have changed drastically. Things have changed. I mean, we're still gonna talk about Kirk Cameron, but yes, things boy have things changed. Lots lots happened. Was anyone was anyone watching that that shit happen live? I, you know, I I went for a run, uh, and then I came back to it happening. Like I went out for my run. I was gone for like an hour. Walked back in. I picked up my phone and it was just like, so hey, the 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 government's being invaded by the people. Yeah, I just realized we didn't specifically say what we're talking about, and I I, I wonder if anyone was at home like, what did they mean? What happened? What, so this are, was Wednesday the 6th. Yes, and we're recording this Friday the 8th. So two days after, a bunch of QAnon chuds stormed the Capitol. Imagine the dope life you must have to be like, I don't know what happened. Like, I would be I would be like, what are, do you do? Because I need to do that. Yeah, you would have to really be isolated. Either that or you'd have to be that, like, really sweet spot sort of insane where you have a mostly normal life but you're just so disconnected from reality it doesn't matter but in that case you were probably storming the capital yeah well it's a different kind of disconnection i think yeah it's a passive versus think, an active disconnection i also think we can start calling this one six it's that significant we need to call it by its date so this sticks in our memories i mean yeah it's it's definitely significant i mean especially Those people did what terrorists outside this country couldn't do on 9-11 at least on flight 93 a bunch of fucks not a bunch of fucks a bunch of americans <laughs> took down a bunch of fucks and grounded that plane did you, 
Did you plan the sentence that you were going to say before no. you said it? Because clearly, I've never planned a sentence I've ever said on a pod here. That sentence was your nine eleven. <laughs> no, it was my one six. Touche. Yeah, what happened was crazy. There's there's not really any other way to put it. It was a crime. Now that a cop has died, like even before the cop died, four people died, and under. Our laws, if you incite a riot that ends in people dying, you're responsible for killing those people, which means in a roundabout legal technical sense, our president killed a cop this week. Who saw that coming? And here's the thing. Did he not once say I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and my followers still wouldn't care? Had he not put out that video that we'll talk about soon, his followers would still be behind him. That's why they left. He said leave, and they left. He could he could respond on a federal level so poorly to a pandemic that there could be three to 4,000 people dying a day, and it's not even fucking news right now. Yeah. I mean, it's Record pandemic news. numbers. Watch the nightly news. It's on 17 minutes into the broadcast, where there's I mean, normally this, like a cute weather story. I mean, I would say that seven, like at this point in time, though, after like, what, 10 months of it, like... It's hard to keep COVID the opening thing every day. Yeah, I'm not saying the opening thing, but it's it's barely it's not even front page news. Well, because what happened yesterday was yeah, yeah, pretty, not pretty yesterday. Immediate. I'm not downplaying what happened. I'm saying you are. Sounds like so you are insane. No, I'm God. Fuck. You're yes. actually being kind of seditious right now. I'm wow. saying Chet treasonous wild. Wow. That what Trump is doing is so insane that even though we're having more than a 9-11 in American deaths every day, that's not even news. Yeah. I mean, it's Georgia. We flipped the Senate in Georgia and that was. That's the thing in the. This gets buried. That's huge. In the middle of that riot, CNN Wolf Blitzer briefly cut in and goes, big election update. We're calling Georgia for Ossoff. And I was like, not now. Yeah, like, not, not while. Me, like, now is not the time. Not while QAnon is storming the gates. Now you want to come out and say, by the way, Democrats flip the Senate, too. Like, thanks, Wolf. Thanks, 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 Wolf. Good job. I wonder what would have happened had they gotten in while there were still senators in the chamber. I mean, we're going we're gonna to talk about that. It's in the notes. One thing I want to talk about is the legal definition of what actually happened because it's been described as a protest, which no, nope. it I was mean, a protest have, at one may, point. Yeah. It started that way, but it, it turned very quickly. Coup. Maybe I've heard both. Yes. And no attempt telling cases for each. Yeah. Sedition, treason or insurrection. And yeah, those ones are definite. Yeah. There's, there's a few different articles out there that go through these definitions. We're, we're going to be quoting one from life hacker. Because when's the last time you got to shout out Lifehacker on a podcast? So let's talk about these different definitions. Sedition is the one I think most applies. That is two or more people conspiring to do one or more of these things. Overthrow or put down the government by force. Check. Levy war against the U.S. Oppose governmental authority using force. That's a big one. Prevent hinder or delay the execution of any U.S. laws and seize, take, or possess any property of the United States. Well, good thing no one took any pictures. There's very specific photographs of that happening. Yeah. And as we're recording today, some of those people are just starting to get arrested. The guy that the the infamous photo sitting at Pelosi's desk got arrested in the last hour or so. Good. But... I think the the really important one there is prevent, hinder, or delay the execution of any U.S. laws, because that was the specific intent of that rally, was to disrupt the certification of the Electoral College vote. And that was what that rally turned into, was them storming the Capitol to try and delay or interrupt that certification. So that's like the textbook definition of sedition. And then afterwards, you have Giuliani leaving a voicemail on the wrong senator's uh, or House member's uh, voicemail service, you know, ask, deliberately asking them, even in the night, to extend it a little longer so the Trump camp could try to delay it. Yeah, Giuliani, I think, is really going to get it from a legal standpoint. 
Because, I mean, Trump, obviously, but Giuliani's the one who was like, Let, let's settle this with combat. The <laughs> the best thing that could have happened to Rudy Giuliani was him dying in 2003. Yeah. Or just retire, man. Like, he was so no, corrupt, he had to have no. the money to just live out his days. No, he needed to... He His optimal situation would have been him dying right after 9-11, but enough to get that curry, that good favor that got him that slight presidential push, but before we knew he was like a complete and total lunatic. Yeah, I hear you. Um, that would have been optimal for him because retiring, it's not like you retire to the countryside and you never show up. He would have come back as a pundit or something. And yeah. him opening his mouth is just not, it doesn't work. Reminds me of my theory that if Aerosmith actually did buy the plane that Leonard Skinner died in, which they almost did, uh, and they died at the same time, we would consider Aerosmith the greatest American rock and roll band of all time. At that point, their output was flawless. But then, man, did they suck in the 80s. Yeah, if the original Leonard Skinner was around today, they'd be playing Trump rallies. No, I don't agree with that. This is called unpopular opinion, so I give opinions that I mean, they, are unpopular. Leonard Skinner stopped using the Confederate flag on their merchandise in 1993. So I think they're probably a little more forward-thinking than you might guess. Then I redact my comment. Good. So sedition, punishable by up to 20 years in prison. A coup is a sudden illegal seizure of power from a government. And I think that would more apply if what they did worked, right? Yeah, like, I forget who tweeted this, but somebody tweeted, these people thought it was like, capture the flag. Like, once you're inside the government, you run it. Like, that's just a physical building. Yeah, that was so weird, man. God, yeah. it's, it's... And how many people got in there and were, like, respectful of... That was the funniest thing to me. Respectful of the velvet rope since they were, like, passing yeah, was... through the main hall. Um, well, this... And then just live streaming, and, and it was so much of it was social media clout, which goes back to our past social media episodes of, like, some of the shit that drives people's behavior is bonkers. Gotta go inside so I can get a good selfie and show everybody what a rebel I am. What this kind of came off as to me was like a like a let me speak to your manager rebellion or like a the customer is always right kind of thing like that super entitled white idea of listen i pay taxes i can do whatever i want and that's never ever ever been the case it's a a lot of those people were screaming like we built this house we paid for this house it's a care invasion There, the thing I was going to say was good before I didn't get it out. What'd you say, Jeff? No, it doesn't matter. There's a delay, man. People are going (laughs) to talk over each other. I know. No, I said it's a a care invasion. Hey. Yeah. You know, it it doesn't land. Like, you can tell a lot of those people were in there, like, like they thought what they were doing was right. Because Trump said, hey, walk down to the Capitol. And it's like, it's such a naive way to think. Like, I texted Chet at one point during this, and I was like, these people are going to believe the police will not crack their fucking skulls right up until the point the police crack their fucking skulls. Yeah, I mean, they kind of, they did a little, but well, like, at- for the most part, the cops were like, pretty like, ma'am? Well- like, for a lot of things, like, like, compare that to Black Lives Matter protests that involved like, kettling and like, tear well, no, gas and I'm shit. Not, I- like. <sighs> I'm not. I, I I get you're not supposed to compare and contrast all of these things at all times, but like the cops were relatively permissive, all things considering what was happening. They shot someone in the chest. Yeah, they should have shot all of them in the chest when they were invo- invading the Capitol building. I know, like, but you shoot one first to let everyone else know that you will get shot in the chest for coming through this glass. And, and like, for- and like, I'm not. I don't. I'm not trying to compare what. The police did. What I'm saying is these idiots, there are people who were documented saying things like they're supposed to shoot Black Lives Matter and they're shooting the us, the Patriots. And like they had this naive notion that once they did this, all law enforcement and all military was going to be on their side because they're the Patriots. And it's like, you're dumb. Like you're, well, it's you're more not even dumb. It's these people are operating, many of them, from an alternate reality. Their perception of the world and their belief of what to them are facts, and once you start really going down the QAnon hole, completely different world than you and I live in. That's yeah, why yeah. rational conversation is not an option. It's, it's funny that they think they're patriots as they're invading the Capitol building. 
That's like the thing where it's just like, oh, I don't think you know what that word means. I think you just mean you're a Trumpist. Yeah, it's a cult. Like what happened at the Capitol feels like kind of the mass suicide moment of this movement because yeah. we'll, we'll get into it more, but the dummies didn't even wear masks. <laughs> like you're that opposed to wearing a mask that you don't wear one when you go do a treason at yeah. one of the most heavily videotaped areas in the country blows my mind. I think my favorite text I received from you in the last 48 hours, Adam, was uh, when you're like, I'm getting pissed off that these fuckers are making me patriotic. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And I'm there with you. It's like, you don't fucking represent the flag. This isn't American, you motherfuckers. Like, look, I'm going to be honest. There's this I'm noticing here that in this thing, we're, we're having a lot of moments where our hands are up in the air because we don't know what to think. Like, it's hard to just grasp the idea that people are this fucking stupid like you know and we were told you know don't just call them stupid because you know there's a lot of people that are organizing and doing things it's not that they're stupid they're just dangerous and it's like okay but this was very stupid and and like this is one of those things where like the balls of some of these people to do like and, and now the, we're finding out that they like pissed all over the place and stuff like that and and it's just like oh man like we're looking at like 1800s level of sedition the people planning and organizing it might not be stupid, but they know they are directing their efforts toward a stupid bunch and a very easily impressionable bunch and a group of people that can be incited to do stuff like this, even though it's going to like, there's going to be so many Midwest soccer moms in prison over this. And it's going to be very funny. No, like I like the idea of these people dealing with big punitive issues here. And what my big concern is going to be here is that somebody like Biden, who's very much like a reach across the aisle kind of a guy, might like not choose to have these people prosecuted because he wants to start the healing process. Yeah. Along those same lines, one of my concerns is that they'll just let Trump leave instead of doing like invoking the 25th Amendment or impeaching him because kind of a segue back into the definitions we were talking about insurrection if you are charged with insurrection uh, which is an act of act or instance of revolting against civil authority or an established government comes with a lifetime ban on holding office in the united states and if they were to 25th amendment him or impeach him they could follow that up by basically passing a law that says he cannot run for office ever again and if they just let him leave peacefully I feel like it's going to be like, I don't know, when Hitler got out of prison and now he's got all this fucking what it is. He's got all this free time to rally up the troops. Like, I don't know. But even then, Ivanka will just run in 2024 or or something. Or he uh, colludes with uh, Josh Hawley, who's really the fucking terrifying figure. Got to squash that fuck out. Clown that guy is. Fucking nerd. Yeah. But what were we saying about Trump five, six years ago? Fucking clown that guy is. Yeah. This is a much better looking, more charismatic, youthful clown. Have either of you I watched love these hot clowns? <laughs> <laughs> like a ripped clown. Clown it's from it. Sexy. It's a sexy clown. If the clown from it had a six pack. That wouldn't have been a horror movie. That would have been a that would have been a rom com at, at, at best. Right. Have either of you seen or read The Handmaid's Tale? I've seen some of it. I watched a couple episodes. I liked it a whole lot. And I would just uh, like to remind people that the events that took place earlier this week are how the events in The Handmaid's Tale start. The sons of, is it sons of Josh or sons of Jacob? Anarchy. Oh, sorry. Uh, They storm the White House and the Capitol building and kill the president and Congress. And then they seize control of the government And they turn the United States into a utopia called Gilead, where women aren't allowed to work or drive or have bank accounts or do anything at all except have babies. Saudi Arabia? Slightly worse, but yeah, along the same lines. And the thing about these Capitol rioters, Chet sent me a tweet from Seth Abramson, at Seth Abramson on Twitter, and there's a bunch of pictures of these Dudes who storm the Capitol with, they're called flex cuffs or flexi cuffs. Oh, the zip tie cuffs. Yeah, but they're, yeah, they're zip tie handcuffs. 
And there are people who said that the some of the people in the, the Senate chamber literally said we're going to hold trials and executions. They, they set were up hunting a, for Mike Pence. They set up a gallows outside. And I know we want to be like, <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't have happened. Wouldn't it? Like, what if? What if they managed to get in there when Mike Pence was still in there? They might have hung Mike Pence on the White House lawn. I'd be like, if no, you don't. Want, if, if you watch the, I don't necessarily recommend it, but I did come across uh, a four-paying video of the woman getting shot in the chest, and it's like from four different camera angles, all synced in, in real time. Because, you know, there are people denying this shit. And um, I'm surprised more people weren't shot. Because if she had broken through, if they hadn't shot her, who fucking knows? Yeah, and people trying to, like, conflate that with... The, the George Floyd killing. I mean, we'll talk about him later. You're a fucking monster if you do that. You're a monster and you're dumb. Like, it's just a dumb comparison to make. But, yeah, if you watch that video, there is a cop pointing a gun at a crowd, clearly trying to keep them out of a restricted area of a federal building. Yeah, and the this, door's barricaded with a bunch of furniture, and they're smashing the windows of the door open. And this woman is the first one who is brave enough to try and jump through that opening in the window. And guess what? That person always dies. Like, you are always going to die in that situation. Yeah, whenever I see, like, in a movie, when, like, the leader is, like, in front of the crowd leading him in, I'm like, nah, you don't want to be, you don't want to be that. Oh, you lived? No. Oh, how did, I don't know how that happened. And I've seen the, people. The white privilege in this case is it was only one shot fired. Well, that's that's really I think an important thing to notice. I saw the video. There's like the one where the guy's like kind of peering in through the window, and I thought it would be really funny if the guard just poked that guy in the eye. Yeah, Let's like to that. me that that's like a zombie invasion thing. Like shoot them all. Like I'm sorry, that's not a protest. Like those are not protesters. Yeah. Like as much as I don't believe like I, like police violence, I think, because a lot of times the police are have been clearly on the offense um, and I've seen it. I've been a part of it. I've been in it where the police attack. This is not an attack on the police. If these fucking Capitol police end up having to fire on people that are trying to take over the Capitol building. Like, right. It's not hypocrisy because that's what people are really calling out is people are calling people on the left that are like, the cops should have probably killed more people. They're like, oh, you're a hypocrite. And it's like, no, that's not what's happening. You can like you mentioned the George Floyd thing. It's like, no, these are not the same. Being murdered for theoretically having a, a counterfeit $20 bill is not the same as trying to insurrect the country. To play slight devil's advocate, not that a George Floyd thing, but to why many of those supporters thought it was okay. There's this narrative that like, oh, BLM protesters, you know, all summer, and then we do this once, and this is what happens. Like, no, these fuckers stormed the Michigan Capitol for, what, two weeks? And like, that that set the tone that, oh, we can just go into Capitol buildings and here's, take shit over. Here's yeah, the thing. If you hold the United States Capitol building and an auto zone in Minneapolis in the same regard... You are not the patriot. Like, this is yep. not I even mean, sort of the same thing. To, as much be, as I love an auto zone. To be fair, I don't know. We're a pretty capitalist country. Some people would put the, the auto zone above the Capitol building, to be honest. Yeah, that, I mean, that's true. It's free enterprise. The Capitol building the auto is zone's socialism. The dead to me ever since they stopped uh, being willing to help change my light bulb in the parking lot. They still do that. What are you, you talking you about? You can't change the light bulb? I have a very tricky light bulb car. Oh, my yeah, car to change sentence. my car to change the headlights. It's four hundred and fifty dollars per headlight. You have to take the bumper off. What? Yeah. No. Look it up. Chevy Malibu. Yeah. I would be like, fuck you, Chevy. Anyway, I usually grease the guy with 20 bucks. So Just lube him up real good. So, yeah, these people broke in and uh, people are making all these crazy comparisons. And we'll talk about that a little more. One of the things I want to talk about is how this was really obviously going to happen. Like one of the big failings of 9-11 that always came up was, well, someone told George Bush in like June that Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda were planning tax in the United States. And why didn't he do anything about it? In this case, the fucking Daily Beast wrote an article on December 12th and was like, oh, look, now that Trump lost that Supreme Court case, 
his followers are all calling for civil war and violence. And then this, like, everyone knew this rally was going to happen, and uh, the only group there was the Capitol Police. This is one of those reminders, too, when people are just like, oh, it's just a fringe amount. It's like, well, a fringe amount of, what, like, 80 million people or something? Like, that's not... That's not small. You know, and we to talk- be critical of the media, you know, the mainstream media, I hate saying that, but as a whole and politicians on both sides, the number of people saying like, I can't believe this could happen here. Like, how could this have happened? Like, that's pretty much fucking gaslighting. You're not paying attention. Of course, yeah. this could have happened. Well, of course, you should have known this was going to happen I or think something it- like it. It's a a good example, too, is like when people talk about coronavirus numbers and they're like, oh, there's like only one percent are dying. And it's like, yeah, that's that's like two million people or something, you know, or some or we say that. And then you look at it, it's like, oh, only one percent of Trump supporters are being activated. It's like, yeah, that's still a million people. How many people died in Benghazi? Over the Hillary thing? That was like three or four, right? I think. Oh, never mind. I thought it was like 11 or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't don't know. More people died yesterday than Benghazi. Yeah. Yeah. The I brought up this Daily Beast article, one, to show that like they did know like this chatter was out there. All of our intelligence agencies should have known if the Daily Beast knew, then the FBI knew. There's no no doubt about that. And I did see a lot of people bring up like after this happened, the FBI is circulating all these photos going, can you identify these people? It's like, can't you? Like these are these are the leading figures in a group that has been promising civil war and you don't already know which one's going to show up in the Jamiroquai headgear. Yeah, yeah, you don't know that guy, the, the loyal order of buffalo guy. You don't know him? Yeah. Can you just click the tag on Instagram to see their name? Or I the mean, guy that just, was that was sitting in Yeah, you could. He looked like Bill's Mafia. <laughs> he did. Fuck off, Jeff. No, <laughs> oh, I'm oh. I'm sorry, I forgot about how great your fan base is. <laughs> or what about the guy that was sitting in Nancy Pelosi's desk? Everyone knew who he was immediately. Like, yeah. like CNN actually, while the FBI was still putting out feelers to find out who these people were, CNN published an article and was like, here's who they all are. Like, they had like 28 <laughs> names. And that's just for that one guy. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, it could have been the FBI, like, not letting on that they knew who they were and that they were already coming. Well, it's like the 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 joke that we see sort of uh you know recirculating itself all the time. It's like, why are you asking where the police are? You don't ask where Miley is when Hannah Montana's on stage. <laughs> but this Daily Beast article on December twelfth, there is a really scary line in it. And we did an episode about the Oath Keepers a while oh boy, back. We did, yeah. And I don't think we're done with stuff like this. And I think we mentioned this quote on the episode we did about the Oath Keepers also, but you can find it in this Daily Beast article. Here's the quote. We're going to have to do it ourselves later in a much more desperate, much more bloody war. That is Stuart Rhodes, the founder of the Oath Keepers, when asked what will happen if Trump doesn't deploy the military to fix the election. So these motherfuckers are not going away. Talk about a group of fucking snowflakes. They like if they think that like people whine, like if they were if they think the left whines because they don't get their way in an election, holy shit. At least we're not trying to kill the country. Yeah. I don't even have anything in the notes about all the, the stuff about the election being fixed. One of the things I always look for as a telltale sign that something isn't true. If there's an allegation floated and the the person or entity who that allegation is floated against immediately threatens a libel lawsuit, it makes me feel a little better that the allegation isn't true. And that did happen when Trump and his people started implying that these Dominion voting machines were somehow corrupt. Dominion was like, we will sue you into oblivion. Here's a question. In 2004... When Democrats had that same question about Diebold voting machines, did they threaten to sue? Nope. And we just let it happen. So you're at least going to have to have some proof that doesn't result in a lawsuit before you get anyone to believe there was election irregularities. And this is news today. Dominion is suing Trump's lawyer, Sidney Powell, for $1.3 billion. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Think they'll represent themselves? The lawyer, not the 
That I was another know. smaller story yesterday that happened in Pennsylvania. Uh, Trump, one of Trump's lawyers, like conceded the case or, or pulled out and said, "Because my client is asking me to do terribly illegal things." I love how everybody's just like, "What? He's just asking people to do crimes, literally all of the time." Like the thing yeah, where those, he called those... on the Georgia, at, like basically blackmailing for for twelve thousand votes, and we're just like, ah. That's so like him. It's like, that's a fucking federal crime. Nancy Pelosi has reached out to the military about getting his access to the nuclear codes taken away. Like, that's how worried people are about his last few days in office. I think they need 17 Republican senators to flip for an impeachment. And 12 of the senators were senators when Clinton was impeached. And they voted for impeachment based on that blowjob or, you know, not telling the truth about the blowjob. So hopefully those fucks can uh, vote yes based on this. Do you think this was an inside thing? I mean, it it seems pretty obvious that there was at least some element in the Capitol Police that was like, this is all right. This is is kind of what we want. There are pictures of them taking selfies. There are pictures of them literally holding the door open. Yeah. The real trick is to let like nine dudes in and then slam the doors shut and just beat those nine dudes savagely and then throw them back out to the crowd. And then, yeah, and then have another cop there like with the velvet rope. Like, no. we have our nine. Just yeah, wait. I, we'll let I, nine there's a more bouncer in. outside with like the <laughs> clicker. I did want to uh, share in a Jeff's comments earlier about the police not doing much. And Adam, I think I texted you a video of this. Once it got after hours, these videos aren't circulating around as much, but some of the cops really did fuck up some Trump supporters. I do like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I like that. It's like that, in Godzilla. When... one guy just looking at his phone, wearing a backpack, and a cop for seemingly no reason just comes up and <laughs> levels him. Levels him from behind, and he bites it so hard. It's like King Kong versus Godzilla, man. Just fucking let them fight. Like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And like, that's the thing. I don't feel bad laughing about that, but also being very angry when you see that at a Black Lives Matter protest, because I can't drive this point home enough. One of those things is a protest, which you are allowed to do as an American. And the other thing is storming the Capitol building with zip ties and bombs. Oh, yeah. They found bombs. They found bombs. We've, We've been, by the way, that's like been glossed over. People are not really talking about the bombs. Yeah, the bombs, the zip ties, the gallows. Like, what were they planning to do when they got in there? We could have, like, here's the thing. Fuck Mike Pence. But I don't want to see him murdered on live television. I mean, unless he's, like, tried for his his various crimes in office. And then it's like a dystopian future where we're televising executions executions but even like, like if i can pay-per-view do some good editing yeah but like i don't I, want this i mean like, not I like would, this i'd say you know to be fair like how often are you gonna see that you know true true like and watch but, it for the curiosity factor but yeah there there had to be police those capital police who were just like yeah i want i want this to happen i mean we saw them taking selfies like what should happen to them like that it, it can't be too hard to identify that guy in that selfie like yeah. one of my favorite things was uh anna valenzuela did a tweet that just said nobody's talking about this but there's probably piss all over nancy pelosi's office after that guy took it over and uh and then sure as shit they found that that absolutely happened oh yeah that that doesn't surprise me Uh, this point's been made by many people who tweeted it but one very dark silver lining is oh now maybe all these senate and house members know what it's like to be a fucking student in a school these days Oh, yeah, there's a lot of kids that do not feel bad for these senators. They're like, maybe you could have some gun control now. Yep. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. One thing that strikes, I, I keep bringing this up and no one, no one wants to buy it, but I'm going to, I'm going to run it by everyone again. What if QAnon was just a honeypot thing to draw 
this type of extremist out so we could identify them and incarcerate them because that's what's going to happen. What's going to happen is QAnon types who did this and who might consider doing it in the future and even anti-maskers, which was all we were going to talk about on this episode originally, they're both setting themselves up to be arrested under laws that Donald Trump put in place. That seems like a really weird long con of a honeypot if it was for for in that regard. But, you know, I think I think it's less of an intentional honeypot and more of finding a beehive. Like yeah, just being like, oh, that's that's ripe with honey. You know, it's like we didn't necessarily even need to set this up. They set this up themselves is what it seems more like. I agree with Jeff. I'm just muting because there's a goddamn leaf blower out my window. Tell him to stop. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, QAnon had to be for some purpose. And it's clearly not going to be for rounding up liberal pedophiles at the behest of Trump. And even if that's not what's happening, it's what's going to happen. These people spent the summer cheering over laws that impose a 10-year penalty for desecrating our national monuments and buildings. And then they go to a national monument or building without masks in front of television cameras and desecrate that shit. The the Buffalo headdress guy was at that um, March for the Children with the QAnon shit uh, in L.A. Oh, was that he? Was like, there have been like photos of that being like, yeah, here's the fucking guy. And he's How do these people the have like a fucking travel budget for all this shit? What the fuck? Yeah, they get around. There, I mean, I mean there has to be some. I mean, maybe they had. Well, that's the thing. Like when you talk about QAnon, you're not talking about these aren't a bunch of hippie beatniks. These are like old middle aged white dudes with families and like a lot of ex military people, a lot of ex cops. Like that's they can why afford very, to fly to California. That's why it's very funny to me if they lose everything. Like, that's why I would be like, if they like had something to live for, you know, or they were like, you know, people relied on them and then they like flushed it all down the toilet. That's very funny to me. And I hope bad things happen to them and I hope their family disowns them. There was kind of a compromise uh, with the industrial prison complex, right? Like, listen, we're not going to get rid of the for profit prisons, but we will start filling up with a lot more dumb white people and be a little more balanced. I mean, how's that for a dumb take? I don't think I don't think that's a dumb take because I I think we are going to see some significant justice reform over the next few years like Biden has to. Like he has to do that. There is no way around it especially with control of Congress and Senate. But we're also just not going to like not fill our private prisons with someone. And so we have a bunch of fucking redneck insurrectionists who are probably going to be very active over the next four to eight years that we can throw in prison. And then also like the opioid crisis, like once rural America starts turning to guns and things to feed that, we can lock people up that way. Finally. Yeah. But yeah, like it's already been mentioned that the people who stormed the Capitol can be charged under that monuments law, which was already a law anyway. Like it was already a 10 year prison sentence to do something like that it's just rarely enforced but i bet it'll be enforced this time i mean i guess it all depends on when they start processing all the charges and who the ag is at the time right well they're already arresting people so you're looking at an ag under the trump administration i mean for the next few days well that's what i'm saying it depends on when the charges are going to be brought yeah yeah i mean i don't know like i can't picture like they're not going to let trump just pardon people on the way out like this yeah, is no, like this is bigger in, not until th- he's back in office in 2024 Sorry. this is bigger than like basic trump shenanigans it's so much bigger than that people died because he and giuliani incited a riot a cop and a former vet fucking died how do how do people on the right not lose their fucking mind over this they are people are like yeah. that's the thing like you can't How loyal to Trump can you be once you see him send a mob after his own vice president? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we find out at some point that Trump had a gun pulled on him during all of this. Like, he's the president, and immediately after this, 
he was silenced. That would explain the one video he put out before 12 hours later being like, we'll never be disrespected, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think that first video he posted was his last shot to retain some sense of, some semblance of power. To buy him just enough time where Republicans debating the 25th would be like, no, no, his tone's changed. (laughs) I still think he got 25th already. Because I can't, like, how else do you keep the president of the United States from speaking? No one has been able to do that this entire time. This entire four years, Trump has not been able to be contained when it comes to talking to his followers. And they let him do it one time too many, and the fucking Capitol got stormed. And I feel like at that point, people were like, fuck this. Because it's not like there were just like Democrats who had to be escorted out of the Senate chambers so they didn't get hung from the gallows constructed outside. That was Republicans, too. That transcends party loyalty. Quick sidebar. Do you think, one, do you think the decision to shut them down by Twitter and Facebook was done by those institutions or at government demand? And two, do you agree with it? Oh, I totally agree with it. Like yeah. he, he I know can't... there's a lot of people saying slippery slope, but I'm like, no, you have to fucking, you got to do something. Yeah, I mean, the slippery slope doesn't mean you don't do anything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's a slippery slope letting the guy who just tried to have his followers storm the Senate get back on Twitter and talk to them more. Yeah, how brave of Twitter to Also, act. they're private corporations. It's not actually preventing him from... Oh, I, I love He could have called up Fox News. You know, like, Adam, I think you pointed this out. That was the fucked up thing. Well, there are so many fucked up things, but, like, this guy could have called into Hannity. Why wasn't he? That's what I'm saying. I feel like we will find out at some point Someone pulled a gun on the president and was like, give me your phone. Yeah, this is this is really like fucking beginning or end of a movie scene like this. This what's happening right now. And I, I the idea that Twitter is like a lot. They're like, well, now we're canceled. We're going to we're going to mute him. And it's just like, oh, you know, that's not you didn't do anything by doing that because you allowed it to happen all the way up to this point in time. Like, it's really closing the gates after the horse got out and ran the race. Yeah, but I don't, but they're not, they didn't do it for that reason. They didn't do it because it's been a culmination of things that led up to them finally being like, we've had enough. They, I feel like we will find out, did it for national security reasons. And I wouldn't be surprised if we find out they were directed to do that. Yeah, which is a reminder that they weren't going to do it unless they would be directed to do that. I mean, we don't know that. Like, I'm not trying to defend Twitter, but it it seems like, and there's been a lot of that where people have been like, oh, now, now, now you're doing the right thing. And like, yeah, like I get that to some extent, but it's much more preferable than Twitter just letting him keep his account. Sure. But I don't think they should get any credit for doing what quote unquote the right thing. Cause like, like if they were going to do the right thing, it would have been a while ago. Well, when I when I send out my letters of credit at the end of the year, I won't send Twitter one. Like I, I don't I don't know what like what giving them credit means. I'm just saying they, sh- like, and that's not the point. The point is our president was shut down from talking to the public. That doesn't happen if something drastic didn't happen before that. When they got authorization to deploy the National Guard, it went through Pence. That was after Hogan was begging for a fucking 90 minutes. And like, it wouldn't really benefit anyone to find out it happened at that point. Like, that was already a a gas fire. And to come out that day and be like, we 25th Amendmented this motherfucker already, that would just be pouring more gas on that fire. Instead, you can just like wait it out to the end and be like, (laughs) surprise, we did it a long time ago. Yeah. God, what a fucking weird timeline we're in, man. Pino, president and name only. Yeah, but the back to the, the honeypot thing, like, even if it's just an accidental honeypot, it's also going to happen to anti-maskers because these anti-mask idiots don't realize or don't remember that in April of 2020, the Trump administration, Trump's Department of Justice, made intentionally spreading coronavirus an act of bioterrorism. And if you are charged with intentionally spreading coronavirus, you can be charged as a terrorist. It's going to take one national lockdown 
for all these fucking Kirk Cameron maniacs to come out of the woodworks with their mask protests or anti-mask protests, which are already happening, and they'll get fucking rounded up and thrown in prison. And they'll deserve it. Like, pay attention to the laws you're breaking. Talk about your growing pangs. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Oh, they're, they're in the thick of it. I got, I don't have anything. I don't have any growing pains jokes. You piece of Uh, shit. So, I don't know. That can be an outtake for Boner Con. (laughs) (laughs) Because his friend's name is Boner in the show, and we normally call it Bone Con. So if Trump hasn't been 25th already, how how do we think this is going to end? He definitely tries to impeach himself. You mean pardon himself? Impeach him. Reset. He definitely tries to pardon himself. I think somebody's going to have to let him know he can't do that. Keyword try. I mean, if he hasn't been 25th, it's so there are so many options you can take. And the the really unfortunate thing about this is that I feel like Biden will be purposefully weak in regarding this specific event. Um, I think Harris would be a little bit more aggressive and would be the sort would yeah right would be the sort of the 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 angel on his shoulder telling him like no you need to move a little bit further but biden's really been pushing the whole like hey jack let's get it all back to the way it used to be in some ways though that's that could be a positive like it'll be good for congress to impeach trump so he can't run again senate passes it and then biden's hands are kind of clean of it so he can lean into that healing uniting role to whatever you know success Hopefully. Yeah, I, I personally hope he's either impeached or they invoke the 25th Amendment if they haven't already. Unless because, he does something even more erratic, which how much more erratic can you get than a fucking insurrection? Um, every moment that passes, that just is less likely. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you can't really get much worse than what Trump did. He incited his followers to storm the Capitol, and people died over it. By the way, like, Lindsey Graham said he will not vote to impeach. Fucking impeach yeah, Lindsey, Lindsey Graham, Graham is already too. tweeting that we need to move beyond this. You don't fucking move beyond an insurrection. No. You Lindsey don't... Graham is the most, one of the most worthless people that's in the public eye. Even his speech the night of the insurrection on the House, or on the Senate floor, he was basically doing like an open mic set, like running yeah. some jokes. Yeah, he was building up his tight five. It was very, it, he was like trying to do bits. And we're like, how about you shut the fuck up? His thing was literally yeah. like, I'm out. <laughs> You've all yeah, been great. I, Thank you very much. Yeah, I saw someone tweeted uh, a thing that just said, uh, Hitler has taken a cyanide pill, has a gun to his head, Nazi soldier. I resign. Like that's that's kind of what like you you're jumping ship now like I was that, I was reading part of late. part of the potential issue with the cabinet pulling the twenty fifth is so many of them are appointed but not approved that are like temporary um, placeholders they don't even know if like legally their votes would count yeah try it anyway well DeVos left right yeah that fucking banshee of a nightmare human. She's one yeah, of the, the worst people that they could have... Po- like, if you want to talk about somebody doing damage, look at the person who's trying to fuck over the next generation of humans in America. Yeah. that was Arguing le- for kids to get back to school before coronavirus ends. The schools that she's been defunding. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these people definitely don't deserve to be forgiven for jumping off when Trump has committed actual sedition. I think like DeVos a, is going to jump on one of her fucking super yachts and just leave the country forever. I would. Like, if I had been a member of the Trump administration, I would probably just go live somewhere and do a different thing. Yeah. But you never know. Like, it's like... Yeah, you're not going to get Dancing with the Stars anymore. Yeah. I will bet you $10 somebody of the Trump administration <laughs> ends up on Dancing with the Stars still. $10, Chet? trying to i don't know you want to bet more money you want to make this interesting how about 15 i'll bet you 15 dollars jeff jeff's, jeff's out, out. <laughs> jeff, i'll bet you a half blood. dozen eggs <laughs> two to one odds your half dozen to my dozen i'm not gonna do that i don't treat eggs so disrespectfully could we take a, a quick moment to really acknowledge one incredibly positive thing that happened this week though with taking both those seats in georgia a black reverend and a Jewish man in the deep South 
taking the two Senate seats and flipping the fucking Senate. It's well, it's a good reminder of the fact that people have been saying, no, Georgia's always been blue. It's just been um, suppressed. Voter suppression. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been red since I hate I hate to, to beat a dead horse, but since the Republicans probably started stealing elections with shady voting machines in the early 2000s, like there's a whole congressional report about those Diebold voting machines, but. We didn't storm the Capitol, man. Maybe we should have. I don't know. I don't Probably know. It not. seems like it didn't go well for the last people that did it. It sure didn't. And it it's the not wearing masks that really blows my mind. Like, they did it on TV. Like, you can't. Even if there were no TV cameras there, that building has to have more cameras per square inch than any other building in the United States. Yeah, but there's no tapes in the VCR. So yeah. it's just, they're just there to like kind of monitor or to like they erase them every six hours if yeah. <laughs> nothing interesting happens. And the guy in charge is a QAnon guy. Yeah. So there's actually no footage of it. That really speaks to the degree to which these people actually believe Donald Trump is this supreme commander type who is ultimately in charge of everything. Like they thought they could just do it. You can just go inside the Senate and live stream it. And because you support Trump, you think the cavalry is going to come and assist your efforts. It's a, it's a good example of how emboldened these people have become over the past four years. Yeah, it's very much so. And I, I do kind of feel like this is sort of that, that death cult moment for a lot of these people because you're seeing the comparisons and the logic these people are trying to use. It's fucking nuts. Here is here is one tweet. This isn't anyone I know. But uh, why was the unarmed unarmed woman not arrested? Why was she shot to death instead? This blood is on Mayor Bowser's hands. You think the fucking mayor handles the Capitol Police? I love when pundits are dumb. When people think they're like they're 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 these like galaxy brain motherfuckers, and it's like, oh, you don't even know who's in charge of a federal building. Yeah, but- and you're seeing so much of that. It's great. Mm-hmm. Who's your least favorite pundit right now that's regularly <laughs> on cable news? Like that uh, goes on cable news or like a, a person that's like on the internet that claims no, to be? No, on a- cable news. Like mine right away, CNN, why do they have Rick Santorum on? Yeah. I don't really have a favorite or least favorite, I guess. Yeah, there are people that I, like a lot of the po- the politic, the, the political people that come across my, my purview are like social media based. Or, and they're, you don't even want to say their names just in case the reflection of me they appear behind me like it's a mirror with bloody mary i don't need that shit yeah there's like i i mentioned earlier this guy he he's been on the podcast a bunch of times not who you think we're talking about probably yesterday someone tweeted this we're not asking for you to shoot them like you shoot us we're asking you to not shoot us like you don't shoot them and he quote tweeted that and said is this about the pro-trump woman the police shot and killed in the capitol building you can't like that is not an appropriate comparison. Not even. And close, you know yeah. this motherfucker tweeted this thinking <laughs> that'll show those hypocritical libs. And it's like it's showing me that you are stupid and I never should have let you be on my podcast. There are plenty like, of other people that are stupid that should have never been on this podcast. And like this is I'm a guy sitting right here guys. It's, it's me. It's me. I'm the one. <laughs> like he does like political commentary. Like that's his thing. That's his job. And I remember once he tweeted a thing that said, always be suspicious of people who talk about weaponizing something that's not a weapon. And it's like, sit with that for a second and think about what he's saying. Like, you can't weaponize a weapon because a weapon is already a weapon. You can only weaponize things that are not a weapon. So that is just a stupid, stupid thing to say. And this motherfucker tweets it out and gets 100 retweets and 250 likes because all of these Dumb fucking libertarian secret QAnon fucking idiots think they're so goddamn smart because they are part of a collective hive mind that thinks different than people who are actually able to think on their own. And they somehow think this makes them original and unique. And what I love about this moment is how fucking stupid it is making these people out to be. 
I've, we can't be friends anymore. Like, like these are domestic terrorists. Yeah. And yeah. you're fucking going on Twitter supporting them. I'm not trying to have you bring down my social credit score when China imposes that on us in five years. I'm not trying to be a seditionist with you. Some people that you may or may not be talking about spent all of my eye rolls that I was going to allow them. <laughs> They spent all of my like, ugh, this fucking guy doing this again. And now I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you forever. Like, we're not anything anymore. Like, yeah. like I feel like I'm directly responsible for at least one subtweet about, oh, comics unfollow me today, blah, blah, blah. Oh, man. Good times, guys. Sedition. Huh? There it That's- is. Look, man, I don't support, I don't blindly, I'm not a blind patriot. I don't support the country, just like whatever. But I also know that you don't storm the Capitol building and fucking steal podiums and shit and get caught and smile about it, looking dressed like you're going to fucking Coachella. Like, you deserve every amount of your dick being pushed in the dirt by prosecutors that you're going to get. Yeah, like, if you think we're the ones being on teams right now please keep in mind that we are expressing our anger over mike pence almost being killed i'm not a pence guy this transcends all of that this is like aliens landing like it's one of those things where we should all be like all right all hands on deck for a second like this is very serious by the way aliens did land you just have to wait until the 25th minute of the news to get to that story Yeah, I think uh, it's kind of interesting that this uh, week we experienced like four watershed moments and you're just like, man, I can't I need there to be I need a rest from like anything happening like we like the country needs a vacation. The country needs playoff football. Amen. Coming this weekend. Can't yeah. wait. Do we want to do quick, uh, quick Super Bowl picks. No. No. OK. Why would we do Super Bowl picks on this episode? I don't know. Fucking proud yeah. boys are going to win the Super gonna be, Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl know. is going to get stormed. That's yeah, my fucking yeah. pick. Yeah, that is, that is, I think, still a very legitimate concern. Like, Since we, Florida. Like, we feel like we put this thing down, but have we? Like, are these, especially not, like, we haven't even talked about the Trump video where he came out and was like, I, like everyone else, am outraged by the lawlessness and the violence that happened at the Capitol. These people do not represent America. Go go on the internet and see what Trump supporters are saying now. They're like, you coward. How could you do this? And I guarantee a lot of them are going to be like, all right, we're going to have to do it ourselves. And those people will be hit with an active denial system weapon, probably. Like, that's the other concern is this is going to be a big show of force. If this really carries out and becomes an extended thing, this is going to be the U.S. government sending a clear message about what they can do. If you try some shit like this and like, it's a double edged sword because you don't want them to let people get away with it. So they have to put it down, but also it's going to be a quite a commercial for people who want to dissent in the future. It's, this is what we like to refer to in the education world as setting a precedent. When you talk about in history, when I'd be like this set a precedent for things to come later. And uh, this very well could set a precedent for how anything that's considered sort of like against the rules could be like seditious. Right. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, what are they going to like? They've been tear gassing. Cops have been assaulting and tear gassing people that were protesting. And yet we see a thing that's clearly a step above a protest and they just fucking half of them held the door open. Yeah. It, and it's also, it, it almost kind of turns into this de facto version of us like rooting for more police violence because we're like, well, why didn't they just shoot everybody? And next time they probably will. And then we're going to be like, yay, but you have to be like, it's not, this isn't a, a, I feel like we're kind of slipping into it now. This wasn't a protest, like shooting protesters and shooting these people are two different things. Once you're breaking the windows in the Capitol, like, yeah, that's, that's a, a whole thing. different thing. And you're armed and you're fucking coming in with handcuffs and you're screaming, where's the vice president? Yeah, there's a lot to be said about intent. Like you can prosecute hate crimes by dissecting what the intent is. The intent of a man walking in tactical gear with uh, fucking handcuffs, you know, zip tie handcuffs in his hand. There is a clear intent. Yeah, it's so different from a protest. So... 
I hate to say it, but yeah, if it happens again, I hope they do just shoot a bunch of people. Like it's, it's, I mean, it's not even that I hope it's just, that's what's going to happen. Like a lot of people are going to get shot if this happens again. Hopefully with the national guard in DC, that'll scare off people from trying anything around inauguration, but it is nerve wracking. Oh, they'll try. Yeah. Yeah. Inauguration worries me. And also like smaller versions of this happening at state capitals. I'm looking forward to the episode in two weeks from now. Me too. Kind of like, Like, I want to know what's like, I don't want to know, but I want to know like what's going to happen. Yeah. Cause here's the thing. I spent uh, the first five days of 2021 uh, one in considerable pain because I had a boil under my arm, but also just kind of dreading January 6th. Like I just, I felt like something, cause I've been saying all for a long time, Trump wasn't just going to leave. Like it's not just going to be that. And I knew that rally was happening and I've just been kind of dreading it. And then sure enough, they stormed the Capitol. And now the inauguration is, you know, a little over 10 days away. And I'm kind of dreading that. Yeah. Like, I don't know if Biden should do it. It's sort of like being told that, like, in, in like, on September 1st, you're like, there's a chance 9-11 could happen. And you're just like, oh, I don't know if I want to have that happen. And all it's going to take, like, one of the things that was apparently the failing of putting down this riot at the Capitol was they were more planned for, like, a terrorist act or something happening from long distance. So what do they do? They erect a gigantic fence that's way outside the Capitol. Like, is that what they're going to do for the inauguration? Are they just going to, like, let protesters surround a fenced-in area? Because if one of them brings a gun, like, it's just going to take one of them to be like, I don't care if I go to prison. Yeah. And who would have thought the unhinged would have that view? Or worse, somebody that doesn't care if they die. Yeah. Because then there's no fucking, you know, there's no stakes. Yeah, some crazy veteran with prostate cancer. It's like, I got nothing to live for. That could be a problem. I, I personally, I, I think Biden should do his inauguration on Zoom. We like, could all watch it. We could Zoom He got the it. perfect cover with the pandemic. Like, not even cover. Like, you really shouldn't be, if you want to set an example to the American people, you shouldn't be having a large gathering outdoors, even if it's socially distanced. Yeah, they should do yeah. it like, like in a building. The Capitol building, for example. It's freshly cleaned. Yeah. New windows. Mm-hmm. It's nice. There it is. Insulated. A lot of it's history. In there a lot now. of history there. Yeah. So you could just smash the windows there with a hammer? What the fuck? No, he had a a riot shield. Ah. Uh, and he was using the edge of the riot shield, and it looked like it all broke in one sheet. So it's like bulletproof, but it's not meant to withstand that because you're not supposed to let people get that close to that Capitol window. I wonder if there were any and how many... Uh, foreign spies that might have been there that also like got inside. Man, just a just some like just some like shifty like Chinese dude with like a camera just taking as many <laughs> photos as he can. I hope Borat was there and he's shooting a new movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, like any number of things could have happened. I'm surprised. Like I'm surprised more people weren't hurt. Yeah, right. I mean, like honestly, like yeah, like. I'm surprised a lot of people weren't hit with bean, like beanbag shotguns. Yeah, I think the like the problem was there just weren't enough police in there for one thing, and, and then, a lot of them didn't have tactical or riot gear. Yeah, and like then that, once you're, that was like, denied for whatever reason, the and then some were happened. posing for selfies. So, yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't know what next week's episode is going to be about. Could be about uh, how we're no longer allowed to do podcasts yeah. under this new conservative right-wing yeah. administration that stormed the white house yeah. and took over yeah. next week. Remember me. <laughs> oh, so do we have any final thoughts on the, the decline of democracy? I don't know, man. I'm just so fucking tired. Just so I mean, I think I still, I don't think they're going to do the 25th, but I think the 25th and impeachment is a thousand percent the right way to go. And this whole, well, we don't want to upset his base more. Fuck that. Yeah. You don't cave to insurrectionist. Yeah. Who cares about his fucking yeah. base? Fuck him. All right. Let's, All right. Let's, well, let's, let's go fucking hide in our bunkers now. We should we should wrap this up and get to our apocalypse bunkers. Uh, do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash unpops. Unpopsnetwork.supercast.tech. Also, the this month's 69 Minutes Zoom chat <laughs> show with me and Chet Wild. 
features the lovely and talented Alex Schmidt. So that will be good times. That's on January 15th. And on January 22nd, we pushed it back a little. This month's Zoom comedy show, Listen to This Lineup, America, Lori Kilmartin. Nice. Connor McSpadden. All right. Sean White, who you've heard on the pods before. Yeah. Suba Agarwal. Is that how you pronounce it? I think I nailed it. From Facial Recognition Comedy and me and Jeff May. Never heard of them. It's quite a lineup. You're right not to have heard of them. Quite a lineup. I'll be hosting. Jeff will just be doing a regular set. Oh, that's going to be nice. It's going to be so nice. Yeah. So uh, check that out. Tickets will be up for both of those very soon on unpopscomedy.eventbrite.com. Maybe up already. Do you guys uh, stand up in these shows or do you sit in your chairs in front of mics like you are now? I do this. Yeah, it, yeah, it varies. Some people stand up. I just some Zoom shows I did on my phone and I would like walk around the house while I was doing material and stuff. That's fine. I ended one. I used a handheld mic last time. That was the only difference. I ended one Zoom show by going to the bathroom and sitting on the toilet. Gross. It was great. That's That's how I normally consume your content. Yeah. Well, that's how I produce my content. (laughs) Chet, what do you got to what do you got what do you got to plug? Anything? Buffalo Bills are winning the Super Bowl. That's it. Always go, always a safe bet. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> if history has proven anything. Fool Jeff, me what once, you got Buffalo. Uh, you can ch- check out Sideshow Sideshow every other Tuesday through Sideshow Collectibles. Uh, I believe the uh, current guest up is uh, Sean Ashmore, Iceman from the X-Men. Uh, and then uh, my next guest, I believe, will be Tony Thaxton. Uh, he's a, a very talented musician and blah, 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 and all that. Uh, you, it's Tony Braxton. Uh, it's yeah, Braxton. right? He, he's a very, very talented super nerd and uh, I think a, a platinum album seller guy. Um, so we get that. I don't know what the <laughs> words say are. say bud platinum album seller? Yeah, I don't know what the words are, man. Who knows? I'm fucking, I'm so exhausted. You can also check out Tom and Jeff watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network. And uh, also Adam doesn't even like sports. All right. uh, Thank you all so much. I will talk to you later. Bye. Hey, no, it's Jeff that doesn't even like sports. Please check out You Don't Even Like Sports. We're doing bonus episodes right now. We'll have a third season out publicly very soon. Just did an episode about the John 316 guy. What a wild story. All right. Let's get out of here. Chet, say goodbye. Nah. Jeff, hey, have goodbye. me back in two weeks. I want to do the the post inauguration thing. Goodbye, I'm Jeff. Chet. I'm Chet. I, uh, my name is Chet, and I said goodbye because that's what I do. No, oh, thank you, thank you not... for saying goodbye, Chet. Jeff, do you want to say goodbye? Hey, goodbye. It's me, Jeff. This time. Oh what? wow, thank you. We got them both. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Oh. <laughs>